This is the Six Figure Exit. We are two entrepreneurs sharing how we've shaped our lives and our businesses. Our purpose is to help you grow your business and personal excellence. Welcome back, friends, to the Six Figure Exit. I'm your co-host, Carson, here with my other co-host, Gavin. We are on episode, is it nine? Yeah, we're on uh, number nine. Number nine. nine. B9. Today, we're talking about power behind consistency and burnout, and this is going to be a really good show because uh, I think we both have experienced this at times. And um, I think it's... Uh I think I think it's one of those things that is always like something that you can be striving for better in consistency wise is like how can I be better and more disciplined in these areas? It's gonna and be it's gonna it's be gonna good. Be good. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, we're we're in a new new space right now. We're in a different uh, location for shooting this podcast. Uh, we're at Carson's home residence over here in Delwood, Minnesota. We moved the uh, moved the podcast studio here temporarily. Yep. Changing it up a little bit. We got so. uh, the Yule log on the TV behind Carson here and feeling nice and cozy. <laughs> yeah, it's Christmas, baby. Good to go. Yeah. Are we, are we going to do like a Christmas show or something or what? I think we should. I think we should. And it's I think coming up. I've had a few people ask if we're going to start bringing guests on too. And I think uh, I think the answer is yes. So we got to figure that out. Yeah. I've got a few good people that we could bring on. Great people that know much more than we probably do about business and yeah. life and experiences so looking yeah. forward to that if you guys want to be on the show shoot us a message um i'm sure the people are tired of hearing from jabber from us <laughs> ready for somebody new yeah so. absolutely how's your week going it's going good i was just over at a uh, pool convention thing um with max yesterday we're meeting with new suppliers and manufacturers of stuff learning about things uh learned a bunch of cool stuff um might be working with some new suppliers for our landscape stuff this year and trying to upsell some products. One of the things we've had a lot of people ask for is like outdoor furniture and just mm. accessories and things like that. And we've never focused on it or got accounts set up anywhere. And I'm just like, I don't know, call like by the yard or somebody. Yep. And the stuff's expensive. And some of the people I met yesterday, they make it and there's 25 to 30 points that we could make on just reselling furniture. And I was like, well. That wouldn't be too bad. No, not at all. And we always get, you know, a handful of people that ask every year. So yeah. kind of looking forward to that and trying to push, uh, trying to push, more, being more product driven this year with landscaping, mm-hmm. um, you know, what, what's the best products and what can we make the most money on without actually selling a crappy product to people. Yeah, so right. just trying to learn more and experience, uh, different products out there. So very nice. It was a cool event. How's your week going? Pretty good. Pretty chill. I've been, uh, a lot of dad duties, um, a lot of diaper changes, a lot of feeding, a lot of holding. It's been good. It's been kind of nice to be a little bit more relaxed and um, not so high strung about work or other things. And it's kind of a, a blissful month it's been, aside from some, you know, emotional challenging times. But we were just talking about that the other day, how the timing with uh, Dallas this time of year was kind of perfect. Yeah, couldn't have been any better for for me or new baby going into the spring would not have been ideal. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) It's been good. Yeah. Thank God for the seasonal change here in Minnesota. Yeah. (laughs) Worked out nice. Good timing. Yes, absolutely. But shall we get into this thing, sir? Yeah. Talk about being consistent. What's, uh, get into what we jump out on. I think, uh, let's just jump right into talking about being consistent and how important it is. Um, this is something that I've been, 
learning and have learned. Um, you know, obviously everyone talks is it a, about... Do you think it's a, a skill or a trait? I think... What's the difference? <laughs> I would say a trait is something that you're just kind of... Born it's more with. natural and it's more um, intuitive for you or where a skill is something that you need to work on and something that is ultimately ever-evolving and something that continues to... You need to put effort in so that you get the output that you want. I would say for me, it's definitely a skill. Like, I don't think I'm born with being like consistent on things. I think some people might be, it's just normal for them. But I feel like I have really bad ADHD, fast paced and just can't stay focused on one thing. So that's a big million miles an hour. Yeah, definitely. Um, but that doesn't work to, sometimes it works to my advantage because I can feel like I can manage multiple things at once, but um, I can't ever go like very deep on multiple things at once and focus for a long period of time. So I think uh, that's what I've learned over the last couple of years is just trying to be more consistent with a few key things is important. Um, and not, you know, I'm very like, we were just talking before the show, very, I feel like emotionally driven, wear my heart on my sleeve and I'm like all into things or I'm not into it at all. And then I'll put a whole bunch of effort into it and then kind of get burnt out a little bit and then like fade out of it. And I think just being more consistent and, you know, slower paced and methodical with it would be a lot better in the long run. Yeah, I think, I mean, that's kind of, I would say the big overarching thing of business is like, you need to stick through it and be consistent through it um, in the good times and the hard times. And that's going to be what creates success for you. And you need to, you know, get through those years that are tough and being consistent in those years uh, with your, you know, your marketing plans, your strategies when it comes to um, team leadership and um, sales and, and just all the things that are involved with business. But um, being consistent in those areas and staying consistent in the goals of the business is going to be what separates you from the average Joe. Yeah, not giving up on stuff. And I honestly think these coming years are going to be a little bit more difficult business-wise and economy-wise than the last few have. So I think now more than ever, you guys got to be disciplined, stay focused, and stay consistent with what you're doing and just kind of power through. Otherwise, it's going to wean out the people that just don't stay consistent and don't have the willpower to kind of keep pushing on. So the people that are, you know, I mean, I think everyone talks about, seems like three to four years into this industry, especially with growth and whatnot, um, you have good growth, but then you kind of get burnt out and you kind of hit this like level. I was talking to a few pool builders at this thing the other day and they were saying the same thing, like, you know, three to four years in, it's kind of where you start to see yourself like you're at that breaking point of you're getting burnt out and your company's like hit this certain point and you really have to power through these next couple of years yep. and keep growing or realize, you know, just got to be comfortable and get comfortable with where you're at. So and I think a big thing with, uh, consistency is that you're going to need discipline and I think you're not going to have consistency if you don't have discipline. So you need to be kind of uh, in tune with what you want and be cons- you know, consistent at performing and taking action and disciplined um, so that you can be considered consistent. Yeah, I think you just... Discipline is really consistency at the end of the day. Yep. And if you stay consistent and you can't, you got to realize like what your level of consistency can be. You can't go 120 miles an hour forever and stay consistent at it. You got to realize what your pace is so you can figure out how to stay consistent at it. You can't, and there's kind of like the tortoise and the hare. Yeah. The tortoise and the hare for <laughs> sure. And I think there is seasons of your life where, you know, if you're 
young, ambitious, you don't, you're not tied down with the family or things like that. Like, yeah, maybe you're more consistent and focusing on your business life or your fitness at that point in time than so much about your family life. But once, you know, a family and spouse and kids come into the picture, you really, now it becomes more difficult because you got to be consistent, you know, with your business, with your fitness, with your faith, with your family and all these different things. And you got to kind of average out um, your time and energy between all of those and stay consistent with all of them. Because if you just focus on one of those, the other ones are going to start to fall apart. So you're in a tricky spot, Gavin. Yeah, it's... Um I'm glad we talked, we touched on this because be- I'm kind of in that space where it's, there's a lot going on, whether it's, you know, my family, my new son or time with family or friends or going, you know, needing to get work done and, um, needing to be consistent in my faith, keeping that at the center of my life. And so there's a lot of stuff going on, a lot of buckets to fill. And it's just a matter of how can I be consistent in all of them? and excel in all of them. And that is the answer I don't have yet. Do you ever like schedule <laughs> like today? Is, that's like, that's like put it on the calendar. Like I'm doing, that's kind of personal stuff. Talk about it. Like, yeah. I think what's going to be, what's going to create success for all of those areas of my life. Um, and consistency in all those areas is going to be some serious structure to my schedule and allocating time to certain areas, um, on a daily, you know, you know, within hours, you know, setting hours of, you know, this is when I'm going to be working. This is when I'm going to be at the gym. This is when I'm going to be with my family and just like being fully present when I'm there and I stick to that's it. Yeah. And sticking Say to no that schedule. When something else tries to. Yeah. So I think that's going to be what separates and leads to the success of, from me moving forward and trying to be more consistent with, you know, my family, my faith, my work and my fitness and, you know, my personal well-being personal well-being also it's it's super important and kind of prioritize where it makes most sense to put your time because at the end of the day our time is literally the most valuable thing we have and I don't think a lot of people understand that really and so just really get better at knowing how important your time is and allocate it in the right positions so that you can have a, a fulfilled life that is full of bliss and full of happiness and full of success, you know, just in a financial standpoint and, you know, in other areas, whether it's your fitness or your faith, um, your family life, I think are, are super important. So give it some effort, put some time behind, you know, where, what should my schedule look like at the end of the day? And um, I just urge you to give that a go. One of the things that's been good for me too, with just, staying consistent and then scheduling and time and to speak to all of that is I've tried to not only keep my schedule um, more regiment and kind of defined, but keep it the same looking schedule every single week where Mondays, I don't try to take a lot of meetings. Um, you know, especially this time of year, it's a little different because we don't always have guys on site doing stuff with, through the winter months. But during the summer, I try not to take any meetings on Mondays because it seems like that's when I need to either Kick be with the, the team. And, with the, yeah. Yeah get started right. Or if I need to go out to a site or something like that, um, Friday is a really good day to sell. So because people are in a good mood, ready for the weekend and the first cocktail of the day. So, uh, sell, do meetings on Fridays, bring a bottle of whiskey and get them going. Exactly. Yeah. Champagne. Congrats on your (laughs) new project. Now sign the check. Um, but I think like trying to make the week look the same for me has been beneficial because I just know like, okay, Monday, this is my day to, you know, do office work or just kind of be available if something comes up and I need to jump in somewhere. Um, Tuesdays do meetings, Wednesdays do meetings, Thursdays, again, kind of 
leave that open for like a flex day and then Fridays again really like hit the meetings or like secondary meetings where it's a not a first consultation it's a second consultation with somebody um, that's more serious or something like that um, and then early mornings I've just been trying to get to the gym every single day honestly not been doing good with that over the last couple of What's weeks going on dude I don't know just like in a funk so I has been really consistent since the beginning of August like every single day all the way up until he's a 4 a.m. Yeah, I'd up at 4 a.m., cup of coffee, get to the gym by 5 um, when it opens, and uh, just get a workout in. And when, it, when it opens, of course. Well, I would go earlier, but it doesn't open any earlier over here. I don't. I, the lifetime in White Bear, not good, dude. You pay more money than any other club. It opens later, closes sooner, has less stuff. I don't know. Besides the point. <laughs> but Quick rant. Quick, yeah, that was my quick rant. Um, but I think, like, scheduling, making your days look the same, making your weeks look the same is important. And I guess for me, that doesn't come naturally, honestly. Like I'm just used to kind of being scattered and running all over the place. And the hardest thing is like, especially when you're at a smaller point in your business, um, you gotta be doing a lot of different things and a lot of different things are being thrown at you. Yeah. And you're putting out fires or people are calling and Hey, can you come look at this or whatever the situation? It's hard to stick to that schedule, but understand like Gavin was saying, like value your time. Like if somebody calls and Hey, can you get out here and look at this? Like I've got a problem. Um, you know, I mean, we get that from contractors all the time. I get that. We're like, Hey, we've got an issue out here and it's not like something we did or whatever. It's just, you know, a contractor we work for and they've got an issue on one of their job sites and they want us to come give them a price to fix it. You know, can you get out here today to look at it? I've, I mean, I'd always just drop everything and go do it right. used to, and I, I'm getting better at saying, no, I'm, you know, I'm two days out. Like we just gotta, and sometimes like, you know, if the contractor doesn't appreciate that, that they can't just call you as their savior to fix a problem. They didn't plan out ahead of time. If they don't realize like you're also busy and they don't appreciate that and respect that probably not somebody you want to work with, to be honest, you know, and when you get started, like you kind of got to, there's a little give and take with, you just got to be a little more flexible if you don't have a lot going on and just take what you can get to an extent. Um, but understand the value of your time and don't just like bend over backwards for anybody. So, yeah. What would you say you're most consistent in and why? That I'm most consistent in? Yep. Um, hmm. What am I most consistent in? This, I think to my point of like building a schedule out, and, you know, being consistent in that, if you had that mapped out, you'd already know. You'd have that answered right now. And that's what, yeah. And I, I would say, like, honestly, I've been, like I said, really consistent with going to the gym every day at 5 a.m. The yep. last two weeks, not been good at it. I strained myself in that ever since then, I'm like, in a funk, just not been doing good. Yep. Um, so I, I guess I can't really say that at this point. Um, but, I, I mean, you, I would say you're very consistent with your mornings of getting up and do, doing the same thing and going to the gym. Yeah. I mean, Aside from a couple of weeks, uh, understandable, you know, like you're talking about going so hard, hundred miles an hour. I'm so mad at myself. I had like five days off in the course of like three, four months of going to the gym. And then the last two weeks have been crap. Oh. So pick back up. I'm good. I, I mean, that's I need that's to, what you got to do. Yeah, I need to, but I would say I'm pretty good at being consistent with, um, on just like work and like emails and just staying on top of things that way. Um, I'm not as good at like calling people back all the time, but I also, to be honest, like some people just, they just call to call you and like with like work and stuff and there's yeah. nothing like conversations not going to get anywhere. So you yeah, gotta, you gotta be decisive with like what calls you take and who you talk to sometimes. Cause you burn a lot of time on random yeah. stuff that just has no value. Exactly. Yeah. You got to understand where, uh, and it's hard to draw the line with somebody. Like if you're having a hard or just a conversation in general, like 
How do you? It's hard to. Stop oh, I got it. someone else yeah. dialing oh, in. Sorry. I got to run here. Except, gotta go. Bye. Pulling up to a job site. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> no, but I think uh, I, I would say I was pretty good at going to the gym, and that honestly led to a lot more. Consi- just that action alone yeah. for me led to a lot more discipline and consistency with everything else when it came to work. Um, pretty consistent, actually. Still, and I have been, always have been with uh, going to church on Sundays. There's a few days a year that I don't make it, um, but that I'm pretty consistent with. I'd like to get more consistent, like praying on a regular basis, yep. honestly, um, like daily. And I just, for whatever reason, I, I'll, I'll spend an hour like drinking coffee in the morning and I just, I don't always like pray every morning, but I feel like that's a perfect time to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll start holding you accountable. Yeah. She, and we'll You're going to have to wake up at 4 a.m. Reminder. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I'm up with Dallas. <laughs> I'll send you a text at one. I'll send you a text at four. I'll send you a text at uh, just maybe. checking in, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Every hour. Yet. Yeah. But how about you? What are you most consistent at? I would say, I guess the the most consistent I've felt in my life, honestly, when I, when I did seventy five hard, because like obviously we got to do all those tasks. Oh, not all those, but those tasks that are. You know, you got to commit to for 75 days, you know, your reading, your exercise, uh, your photo, um, the water. Um, and I was, you know, I had to be consistent in that because if I didn't, I failed the the program. You were a loser. So, yeah. But I held strong in that and I've never felt more consistent in my life, never felt more confident. I think that's a huge thing that comes with consistency is confidence and that, uh, Cause you have, you just build a, just a, you're just making deposits into your self-worth every single day. If you're consistent in certain areas that you know that you want to get done or, you know, you want to be attended to, like if you're consistent in that, your self-worth and your self-confidence is going to be, you know, go up way more because you're committing to what you're telling yourself you're going to do and you're consistent in that. And during that time of 75 hard, I was consistent as could be, you know, getting everything done, felt never more alive, felt just on top of the world, had all the self-confidence. And, um, but the thing with that is I don't think it's hard to commit to doing that every day. Let's, I've I heard like, so many people say that same exact thing. They've never felt better. But so no one does it every do it, single day. Yeah, why don't you just do it forever then? Because life. <laughs> I mean, it's... I've like thought about doing 75 hard, but honestly, like it's a daunting thought to like, to the biggest thing for me is just the two workouts a day. Like the time. No, I figured it would have been the alcohol. Thanks. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's the easiest part. It's the, t- on the time commitment to two workouts a day has been like the biggest. If I had a gym at my house. hour and a half of your life. Yeah. But then you got to drive there and you got to shower and you got to, I mean, it's two to two and a half hours by the time you're. Yeah, depending on what you're doing. I mean, you could do it at home or you could, I mean, you don't have to. Bro, I only lift heavy weights. Yeah, that's right. Sorry. Forgot. Big dog. But no, I guess to get back to your question of like what I felt most consistent in, um, I would say the commitment and consistency of like trying to grow in my faith has been just one of those things that's always there and ever evolving. And that's something I'm proud of. And um, I I think I could be more consistent in the actions that come with my faith, you know, as far as like, reading and praying, but I've also been really good at that too, of getting up and reading my Bible and praying and, um, on a daily basis. And so I'm proud of that. And, um, I would say over the long term, 
that's been what's been the greatest for consistency for me, um, which is, I think, served my life in a lot of great ways. So, And we haven't talked about faith a lot on this channel yet, um, but it's a big part of both of our lives. Yep. And I know not everyone might be faith-based, but uh, I think it's important to us and it's our show. So let's crack into that a little bit. <laughs> um, what, praise God. Praise God. What do you think the biggest uh, benefit of being consistent in your faith has been throughout the last few years or whenever? I mean, I don't know if you've just always like your whole life been consistent in it or if it was like a changing no. point, but. I would say it, it's kind of, it's a since, I would say since I've kind of got more, or since I met Sophie, I feel like it's been a, a slow, not slow, but like a progressive. She's you into a new man. And it's not just like her. I think it's just like, it's been me realizing that I need to be my best for her and for our future so that I ultimately made the decision to be strong in my faith. And um, I think the biggest thing that has kind of changed from me being consistent in my faith is just like my outlook on a lot of situations and also like, realizing I think the biggest thing for me has been like the understanding that God has a plan for my life and I am stepping into what his greatness is for me. And that's kind of the biggest thing that I've gained from my faith. And also like, yeah, I think just realizing that my life is made for something great and I'm going to work to serve God and serve others. And um, I think a lot of great, will come from that because of my service to God and the people in my community and my family and friends. And so, um, it's been a huge part of my life and Sophie and I were, have always been really great about making it to church every week and, um, praying together, which is a beautiful thing and kind of a liberating thing. And I mean, a, a daunting thing too, at the, at the start of it, like praying out loud together is not, I mean, it's very vulnerable situation. Yeah, not a lot of people so, do that. Um, that was very liberating for us. And if you're in a relationship and you you know you do have a faith, I just uh, encourage you to give that a try. And it's going to be weird at first. I can guarantee you that. Um, but it's going to set your relationship up. And ultimately, if you get married and you have a strong faith, I guarantee that you're going to be stronger together because you're strong in your faith together. Um, it's just another bond that holds you and your spouse um, in a line and kind of centers your relationship. And that's kind of what it's done for Sophie and I. That's good. That's what uh, I think the biggest thing, just getting the last couple of years, I've gotten much better and deeper in my faith. And I think that's one of the biggest things for me has been um, to your point of like knowing that God has a plan and when issues come up and like things happen um, or things don't go your way, just realizing like, kind of like giving that problem to God and like letting him guide you through it almost. And carry your it's burdens. Like, yeah. Like that's a, that's a powerful thing about having faith and God is like, he's able to carry your burdens and you're able to, I mean, essentially, I mean, I feel like I'm able to put off a lot of my pressures and stressors and um, challenges on him. And that just gives me a sense of relief knowing that, you know, he will be there constant and he loves me regardless of what I do. And, um, this has been a truly amazing journey so far. 
And I think that's important too. Um, when you guys get into your travels of business further, um, and maybe some of you listening have you know been doing this longer than us, but you've probably experienced burnout along the way. Um, and I certainly have. There's times when you get you know, I, a lot of people, especially in our industry and in, in our climate, I feel like we've got this short window of time to perform. We've got six to eight months to get these yeah. jobs done, make everybody happy. And then we're going into winter. So you got to get it, you know, time crunch wrapped up. So I know come this time of year, October, November, December, people get really burnt out in this industry. The employees get burnt out because you're pushing hard to get stuff done. Um, so I think one of those things, and that's when it becomes stressful. Um, things seem to like never go right this time of year. I feel like, you know, it starts raining and then <laughs> things get delayed and whatever else for us. Um, so that's been huge for me during like the session seasons of burnout and whatever it is you're doing, just kind of leaning on God for that has been huge. So have yeah. you ever experienced major burnout in something, even if it's just like a short or a certain thing or burnout in business or uh, a job maybe? I'm sure in some sense, but like, I don't know. I feel like I've never been like burnt out where I just can't get back to it. Yeah. I guess maybe it was burnt out on my fitness for after, I guess, recently, somewhat recently, like, you know, I was not consistent in my fitness for quite a while. And then I just have somewhat recently gotten back into it and um super glad I have because it's, it's been great, you know, to be consistent in that because I, I feel like you did. I? I think you might. It's on record now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got and write that down folks. Um, but no, I think like what you're, what you've said is like, being consistent in your fitness and starting your day that right like that has set up success for you know the rest of your day and i experienced that beforehand but i just fell out of the the rut of you know being in and pursuing you know greatness every single day i didn't really maybe have the realization that stacking up every you know little win you can each day consistently it's what's going to drive your success in your life and in your business and any aspect of your life Really. And that's what I think a lot of people, and I was guilty of this, like early on, just talking about the little wins. I think that's really important. I yep. want to dive into that a little bit. Um, it's easy to chase the big wins. And I feel like people get distracted with that. And in actuality, sure. like what's going to make the biggest difference at the end of the year, at the end of the day, is getting those little things done day in and day out and chasing those little wins because they compound and they add up and it becomes big wins in the big picture. If you just go after those big wins, they're far and few between. They're hard to get. Um, whether it's like a big project or hiring key positions, you just got to kind of keep every day grinding away at the little things and it all adds up over time. And that's what creates a solid foundation. I feel like you can't just, you know, it's like that theory of the rocks when you put the big rocks in first and then uh -huh. the little rocks and like, and get down to the sand and yeah. Yeah. Opposed to like that. Maybe opposed it's the to of that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not a good analogy, but you got to, it's, it's easier to go after those big wins or the big things like it. You just, they're um, luxurious seeming. I mean, they yeah. just, they big seem shiny, they, yeah, sexy. big shiny object. Yep. Yeah. And it's, it's easy to chase after that and feel good about doing that. And it's not so easy about, you know, dealing with the little day-to-day -day stuff or the right. small tasks, like, um, you know, anything in business. I just feel like there's so many small tasks that have to get done that people put off and I'm guilty of that. Yeah. Well, to that point, ones. like to that point of like chasing shiny big objects, like, if you do start stacking up the smaller wins on a daily basis and you're consistent with that, you're going to lead to yourself to have more success because you're, you're building more self-confidence. You're building a routine, you're building 
um, structure to your life. And if you're chasing some other big thing, then you're just scrambling and you're ultimately just chasing your tail in a circle and you're not getting anywhere. And I mean, you're getting somewhere, but not, I think on a basis of like stacking up the little things every single day, like, okay, I got, I I accomplished today and I did these things very well. Let's go get it tomorrow. See if I can win tomorrow. And a great example of that, honestly, is I feel like what I've done over the last couple of years of chasing kind of shiny objects, started like multiple different business ventures and within our companies, like kind of got into different divisions. We've, you know, obviously started landscaping, snow removal, um, stuff like that is where we, our roots are. And then got into excavating that kind of led us into doing some construction work as well. Um, trying to do like remodeling and deck building and porches and stuff like that. A pole barn, we built a couple pole barns and, um, then land development, real estate, invest, like you get into all these different and they're pools. like shiny, yeah, pools, <laughs> which I mean, that kind of worked perfect yeah, with the landscaping. Okay. But at the end of the day, like looking back at the last four years, like I had a bigger picture of like where we were going and it, it they all make sense to kind of do at some point maybe. Um, but realistically, we just spent the last four years focusing in on landscaping, you know, and the pool thing came along yep. still and did that. Um, really, honestly, we'd probably be, you know, in some real estate here and there. I don't think it ever hurts to just kind of take some of your money and diversify, whether it's you're a stock market guy Park or park it somewhere. Yeah. You know, put yeah. it somewhere to kind of diversify a little bit, but something that's not another job for yourself. Right. Rental properties or the stock market's great for that. Um, if I would have just stuck with that, this is not financial advice. This is not financial way. advice. So don't sue us. <laughs> don't sue me, bro. Um, I think we would have been better off financially. Um, yeah, you'd be in a different place. And I'm I'm in the same boat too, like trying to diversify. It's like looking back, I'm like, man, if I would have just stayed focused and stay consistent in what I'm doing. Where would my life be now? And the thing is like done really well financially in all those different ventures. But I look at it now, I'm trying to look at a standpoint of how do I, I've been involved in every single one of those. And I'm getting to the point of burnt out because it's 80 hours a week doing five different things. And I look at it now, like if I stepped away from all of those or any of those, that entire operation would collapse because it's centered around me. Yeah. If I would have just stayed focused on landscaping over the last four years. Built in the team. Built a team. I could step, you know, ideally I'd be able to step away now because I was just focusing on building out a team for that and it would run itself on its own. So now we're kind of trying to refocus what we're doing, get dialed in on what, you know, probably really is landscaping, snow removal, and then still buying some real estate stuff just to have passive income. Um, if stuff comes up, but that just seems to make more sense. Take it from the last four years of my experience. It's good to diversify, but in time, get, uh, stay focused and stay consistent with your main thing before you jump ship and go to something else. So yeah. get that set up and operating on its own very efficiently, making good money before you try to bring on something else. So, and it's hard to stay cons I mean, for a guy like me that has ADHD, I feel like just, <laughs> it's hard to stay focused on that one thing. Cause it kind of gets a little monotonous and boring and whatever else over time. So it takes discipline to stay consistent with it. Yeah. And being disciplined and being consistent in it is like you said, boring sucks, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. at the end of the day, that's what's ultimately going to serve the business and your life in the long run. And it's easy. I think, every, I mean, everybody wants, you know, quick gratitude and I want it right now. And so yeah. I think maybe that's why we tend to shift gears and, get off course, get off focus and become, you know, inconsistent is because we want to, like you said, chase that shiny object that looks sexy, looks appealing, but you got to be disciplined and consistent with your end goals and the actions that 
you know, you need to take to get to where you ultimately really truly want to be. And, um, I think one great, you know, takeaway that would be to like really set, sit down, imagine what you want your life to look like, set the goals and write out action items for maybe each goal and then try to be as consistent and put them in your schedule in some shape or form so that you can be consistent in that and you can ultimately achieve your goals opposed to to scrambling every single day. I think that's a good challenge for everyone listening is maybe take some time this week, sit down, kind of write out, you know, what does it look like when I'm 60, 70 years old and, you know, maybe towards the end of your life, you know, what have I accomplished in my life? And then start working backwards in decades, this decade, you know, 60s, I did this, 50s, I did this, 40s, I did this, and then map it all the way back to where you're at right now. Yep. And then you know, well, in order for me to have this in my 30s, I've got to do this in my 20s. And then start breaking down your, I mean, don't break down your 30s, but break down your 20s into, you know, this year, in five years, and, you know, at the end of the decade. I think that's a good way to look at that and kind of map out, you know, create goals for all of those. And then you can stay focused in for this decade or, you know, whatever, these five years or this year on these certain things in order for you to get to where you want to go. And that's going to change as time goes, you know, decade goes by and family comes into the picture or whatever it is and everything's going to change a little bit, but at least you got a roadmap and you can stay consistent with it then. Yeah. You're headed a, a direction that is a cons- consistent. I mean, you set it out and you got to stick to it. Um, yeah. Write it down, get it on paper. <laughs> and this, I mean, it's a great time of year to do it. And then post it on your story, tag us and we'll hold you accountable. Oh boy. <laughs> All of our listeners do. That's going to be a lot of work. we're going to set reminders in our calendar follow up with yeah so-and-so but no i and you know to my point of being this being a great time of year um headed into the new year you know i got the holidays uh everybody likes to set big goals heading into the january one um but i i don't know if i really buy into that i'm kind of more of like don't why need to have the goals and if you set them why would you wait for it Go get them tomorrow or go get them today even. What's the saying? Um, Not, not someday, but day one. Or instead of, instead of I'm going to do that someday, today is day one. Oh yeah. Just start today. Don't wait. If you're going to wait till January one, if you have to wait to January one to start going to the gym, like number one, don't go to lifetime in white bear because (laughs) it's going to be busy and I I don't like a busy gym. Number two, just start today. Why wait? Right. Just start today. Easy. Get your ass up and go. Well, not even to the gym. It's anything. Yeah, whatever it is. Don't wait. It's like, man, I really want to, I do want to start reading more of my Bible. I do want to start praying more. I do want to spend more time with my wife or my kids or my girlfriend or my boyfriend and literally schedule time. Like even like Sophie and I have been good about, well, before we had a child about uh, (laughs) scheduling it. We had a day night every single week, same time, Wednesday night. That was it. That was our day. Well, not, that wasn't, that was it, but that was the time we set aside in our schedule for our, each other to be intentional, be consistent in our relationship. And we were consistent by, you know, you know, having date night each week. And also Sundays are a big, big time for us to be together. And a big part of us being consistent was us going to church every weekend together. And um, so just building, you know, that consistency together is giving our relationship more strength, our relationship more confidence in what we're doing and our abilities to handle situations. And um, 
And I think a big part of me being able to handle certain situations is, like I said, my faith and my ability to lean on God and realize that, you know, he has a plan for my life and this is part of his plan and my, his journey for me. And I'm just going to live to my full potential through the eyes of God and serve him and others as best I can. I think at the end of the day, if it's important to you, you got to stay consistent in it. Otherwise, you're going to lose it. It's not going to work. Um, you'll never get to where you want to go if you don't stay consistent. So if it matters, keep consistent, set your pace, set your goals, and keep working at it. And take action. Take action. And that's just stack those actions up and schedule them out, and you'll be right on your way to high consistency and high confidence. High net worth, baby. <laughs> Stacking bills. Stacking bills every day here on the Six Figure Exit Podcast. Thanks for listening, folks. Really appreciate you tuning into the show. If you could, please share the show on social media. Tag us. We'd love to share your post on social media. So we appreciate the support. It's the only way the word gets out. Yeah, and uh, for those very generous folks that already have shared our show, um, that listened to our episode six, maybe, we talked about some uh, apparel, some swag we're giving out. Let's get that out for uh, Christmas. We'll, we'll send that out for you guys, and we'll get in contact with you, get your information, and get you hooked up. Let's do it. Thank right. you guys for listening. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.